0: Today on CityCast Boise, we haven't officially changed seasons yet, but summer heat is arriving this weekend to flirt with us. So it's a good time to put together our summer bucket list. CityCast Boise audio producer Evelyn Avitia and newsletter writer Blake Hunter share their hard-won local tips and secret spots to help make the most of the season. Hmm, why do I smell sunscreen and white claw? It's Thursday, June 9th, 2022. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is CityCast Boise. All right, we're here. It's summertime. We're officially there, unofficially there. We're almost there. It hasn't gotten too hot yet, maybe, but uh, it's gonna get there at some point. And, you know, I think a lot of people have things that they do every single summer, and then there's some things that maybe we've always wanted to try. So I'm here to talk with our audio producer, Evelyn, and our newsletter writer, Blake, to hear their thoughts on the best, maybe also the worst things to do in our uh, 2022 summer. So Evelyn, here's the first question. What's your first activity that you would tell people they absolutely need to do?
1: Yeah. So me and my friends love to soak in the sun. As soon as the UV rays are hitting eight and up, it's like it's go time. Grab your sunscreen, grab your tanning lotion. We're going to go find a patch of grass, a patch of dirt, sand, whatever. And we're going to lay
0: there and we're going to tan. And where do you go? to do that? What's your, what's, I mean, there's obvious choices and then there's some less obvious choices. I
1: have a controversial opinion here. So if you're from this area, you know, not to go into the Lake Lowell water. Lake Lowell is just a big ick to a lot of people in the community. It's just not the cleanest water. One time we were tanning there and we just see a big dead fish floating up old, crunchy. Mm. It was sick.
2: Not crunchy.
0: (laughs) Don't say crunchy.
1: (laughs) But that's why I think Lake Lowell is the best place to tan because sometimes it's just so empty that no one's bugging you. You just have your speaker, you have your music playing,
0: and you're catching the rays so i've never gone to lake lowell in the summer but now i'm really curious because i've always kind of thought oh it's got to be so icky and the water's bad or whatever but i do like the idea of going where people are not because i think that's one thing is we know and we're going to talk about i'm sure all the the hot spots like the places everybody goes and sometimes it really as the treasure valley gets more and more People moving here and more places get busy. It's getting harder to find places.
2: Evelyn, I have to ask, are there like are there sandy spots at Lake Lowell?
1: Yeah, that's also one of the best parts about Lake Lowell is you have like your Caldwell section. You have the Nampa section. And so we kind of would switch around. Like if we wanted to be in Caldwell, we'd be on the docks. But if we wanted to go towards Nampa, still kind of border Caldwell, then we find a sandy area.
2: That's what always surprised me about Lake Lowell is that it's like always bigger than I think it is. Like if you look at a map, oh, it's yeah. like actually pretty long. And I drove once um, along, I think the south side of it. And it's actually really beautiful along there because like there's all the wineries and stuff. And yeah, I, I feel like it's underrated, but I'm curious to see if it does get more kind of on the map in the coming years.
0: Okay, Blake, that's a good segue. Uh, would love to hear... What is your number one activity that you uh, that you look forward to every single summer or that you uh, tell people to do?
2: So this is definitely probably something that I don't tell people to do because it's kind of my private little thing that I love. I'm very lucky to live um, within like a half mile of a really pretty part of the Boise River. And so basically my favorite summertime activity is... Um, hammocking somewhere along the river um so there's a spot and there's actually like a little island so you kind of have to cross like a little bit of water to get out onto it but um you can kind of like get out in there and find your own little private spot which i feel like is one of my favorite things about the boise river is like it's so big that like everyone can kind of have their own little rituals with it and so Reading in a hammock is definitely my favorite thing to do along the Boise River, and like even if like there's a bunch of people on the river making noise, you feel kind of sequestered off on your own.
0: But it's worth it—your own little private Idaho moment. That's that's yeah. great. Do you like to go? Is there a certain time of day that you like to go and set up your hammock?
2: Yeah, I mean it depends. I think um, evening is honestly probably my, probably my favorite. Kind of like a little bit before twilight or a little bit before sunset, I should say. Um, And it's just like beautiful like i think you mentioned the other day frankie you were talking about like i think it was on twitter we were talking about like recommendations for summer activities and you were like uh i need things other to do other than just like sit by the water and put my feet in the water and i was like give that to me every day i have no problem with that like yeah it's amazing
1: blake your um your water placements are really popping out right now
2: yeah that's true i do have four yeah water placements so i guess thank you evelyn thank you for that (laughs)
0: yeah Um, Okay, yes, you're right, Blake, I shouldn't downplay. I really do love just setting up a camping chair in the water, dip my feet in, and have maybe a beverage with me, maybe one friend, not more than two. I keep it really chill. Daphne is now okay three three friends because it's got to be my dog and two actual human friends um, at the most and is anything more than that's too rowdy for me at this stage of my life.
1: (laughs) Well I'm sorry to you guys but I'm I'm the rowdy crew I'm the one yelling I'm the one with a bunch of people (laughs) I'll bring the chaos to your life
0: we see you we go the other way Evelyn (laughs) we will wave at
2: you as you pass on the river yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So technically, yeah, the camping chair, the river's my favorite activity, but I'll give one more, which is kind of also a little bit chill sometimes, which is um, the Idaho Botanical Garden. I love the Botanical Garden so much. I really kind of fell in love with it during the pandemic and finding, you know, places to be outdoors, but still not be in my apartment, um, that were safe to be around and to support it as a nonprofit in town. The gardens just, there's so many great shady places. And uh, especially when it does get to be that really, like the dog days of summer, just super hot, 100 plus days every, you know, for weeks at a time. And so I found a lot of space to, yeah, bring a picnic, um, set up a, a, a blanket, and bring my book, uh, maybe my journal, and do those kind of quiet things. But then also, uh, of course, the botanical garden has the concerts every summer too. And so, when I want to be social, that's also a good a good place to be. Um, and there's some really good good shows coming up this year that I'm very excited about. That we'll probably talk about later, and I'm sure Blake, you'll write about them in the the newsletter yes, too. Yes,
2: Also, yeah. Frankie, I have to ask. I live very close to the botanical gardens, but I don't know. I just like have never. I'm just. I just don't know much about that area. I guess. Like, do you have to pay to like access? Like, what's the lowdown?
0: Great question. Yes, you do pay to enter the garden. um, But there's so many different gardens, and honestly, the bang for your buck, it's really there. So for adults, it's eleven dollars and then um for kids age 4 to 12 at 6 seniors 65 plus is 9 bucks so 11 dollars. then you have access to the garden and honestly i just like kind of stay most of the day i kind of camp out there i bring um yeah like i said a blanket uh, a book um maybe a one friend um and <laughs> we find a shady spot there's um like water a lot of water features The English garden is one of my absolute favorites. There's, yeah, there's just a lot to look at. And then it's just fun to look at plants. I love just taking in greenery, especially when things start to get a little brown. It's like my eyes need the green to really like cleanse my palate a little bit. I've only
1: experienced the garden in the winter. Mm, and yeah. so I think I have to add that to my
0: summer bucket list. Okay, good, good. I'm glad that I've, I've convinced you to try it out. Well, I got to add Lake Lowell and uh, getting a tan, although, although I don't tan, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm like insanely fair skinned and pale. So, but I'll still go check it out just for the scene. Yeah, <laughs> uh, don't expect much, but you know, definitely add it to your list. Okay, and I think since we're still talking about water and how to cool down and places to go that uh, have shade, um, I bet we probably got some uh, suggestions uh, around this from some of our folks, some of our friends on socials. Evelyn, what did we hear from people on Instagram about what their favorite summertime activities are? Yeah, so on Instagram, we had someone tell us that
1: they enjoyed walking on the Boise River, hiking along that, and our good friend
0: Stephanie told us that she likes to float the river, which is a super popular one. Absolutely, and I I will say, I'm not saying that floating the river is something I don't do, because I'll probably do it once every season, but I do find myself getting a little bored by the end of it and wishing that I was just kind of sitting out separately and like yeah in my camping chair basically going back to that but i do i like floating the river um but maybe not every single year so or every more than once a year what about you evelyn do you do you float every year it's so
1: funny because my mom would not allow me to float the river and it wasn't until i turned probably like 21 that I was like, okay, I'm gonna go float the river. And she was like, oh my God, like, are you okay with that? Like, are you sure? Like, I don't know if you can do that. And I was like, mom, it's gonna be great. And so I get there with my friends, we rent the equipment and honestly, my life changed. I love it. I love floating the river. It's always on our bucket list. Me and my friends try to rile as many people as we can, pack our cooler and head to the, to the river. Where do you put in? What's your spot? Oh my God, we're so basic. We start where everyone else
0: starts and we end where everyone else ends. But you want to, but that's the thing. You like to be right in the middle where everybody is and have it be a really social event. So that makes that makes sense to me. Why was it that your mom didn't want you to, to do it? Was it because of water safety or because of the activities that occur on the river <laughs> with adult beverages? Uh,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, obviously people have been yeah. injured and it could be dangerous, but For I sure. think she was really really concerned
0: that we would flip over and I would just drown. I mean, it is worth mentioning, of course, river Mm -hmm. safety is super important. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to people who are, you know, imbibing uh, and some alcohol, we got to, yeah, definitely be careful about that. Um, And, you know, just a note in general that keep the river clean, everybody, (laughs) pack it in, pack it out. I get so frustrated Mm -hmm. looking down into the water and seeing all that stuff that gets, you know, stuck on the bottom of the river. I already saw a few things and it's, you know, just, we're just in the beginning of June still basically, and there's, there's already stuff in the bottom. So don't, don't be like that. Don't be those, don't be that person. Yeah. Preach. Blake, do you have any final thoughts kind of on river stuff?
2: I think it's just a good idea to try to come up with your own space. Um, I mean. Yeah, like if people are really into like starting at Barber Park and going to Anne Morrison, like you can really make an event out of, you know, with especially with a bunch of people. I have done it with a smaller group before, and I think that that's part of the problem is that it's just like, like, start of hour two, you're like, okay, so now I'm tired and I just need this to be done. But with a bigger group of people, like, it's a lot more fun.
0: Okay, let's go to a a second activity for everybody. So I'll go first actually with this one um, to switch it up. So my second favorite activity is I love going to a Boise Hawks baseball game. Um, And I like doing it by the green belt. So I like biking to um, the stadium um, and the stadiums kind of trash, Uh, you know, there's been talk for many years of a new Boise Hawks stadium, we'll get into that another day perhaps, but it's just, it's still super fun. Um, I love a good concession stand hot dog and I like the seventh inning stretch and I like doing, um, you know, all the silly games and stuff that goes on. I like having a cheap beer while I'm watching and I like being there with friends and especially on the nights where they have fireworks, it's, it's really yeah. fun. Classic yeah. summer experience, Boise Hawks baseball. I don't know who's on the team. I don't know. I'm not really <laughs> following it that closely, but you know, whatever. I, I played softball when I was a kid. I kind of know what baseball is about. Uh, but honestly, it's just mostly just to hang out in the stands and have fun. It's all about I, the vibes. It is. Yeah,
2: I agree. I grew up hating baseball. My mom loves it so much. And so she would always have it on the TV and like October was just my least favorite book because it was just the whole month it was on TV and then the first time I went to a Boise Hawks game I was like oh I get it okay it's kind
0: of fun yep
2: yeah it's a good time
1: well I might need a husband so maybe I'll join you one day
0: Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's definitely a sport that's more fun to go to than to watch on TV, definitely. Um, let's see, Blake, what's your what's a, a number two uh, activity that you would recommend?
2: Um, I just have a lot of really fond memories last summer of going out, um, particularly to the NeuroLux, um, sitting on their patio. First time I ever really got into beer, um, just never been a big beer drinker. But yeah, I just really fondly remember sitting out there with friends last summer just like so happy to be outside after it was 110 for the 10th day in a row. And it's just a good place. I really love the Neuralux. So just shout out to them. I feel like they've been around for a long time. And I just I a, love it.
0: A Boise icon to say the least an
2: institution. We truly. will
0: absolutely do an episode on Neuralux someday. Evelyn, what about you? Yeah, so this activity
1: is one that I say I'm going to do every single year, and I never, ever do it. It's like, okay, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to do it this year. And it just doesn't happen, and we're taking it to the 2C where we have a drive-in theater. I haven't gone since I was like five years old, and I'm like, now's my time. I have to go, and I never go. It's amazing seeing all the cars line up. The movies are about to begin and everybody's there, it it looks like such a fun time. So I
0: really hope that I finally send it and go. Send it, this is the year. This is the year for the, drive, the drive-in. What's the name of it again until, yeah, so people can look it up and look up what movies. Wait, is it Terrace? The Terrace, right? Yes. Okay, should we do lightning round?
2: Let's do it. Yeah, so Evelyn, this one's to you. Uh, summertime what's your favorite like summer fruit or fruit salad kind of a thing we all need fruit during the summer so what's your go-to
1: absolutely I'm going for a mango and watermelon and then we're gonna grab our tahine mm-hmm. and chamoy yes. or other hot sauce and we're gonna pour that on there that is the supreme fruit type of salad oh, yeah. oh I love that Mm. Um, It sounds really hydrating, too, with the watermelon. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can just mix and match and just start adding a bunch of fruit, like the Mexican fruit cups, supreme.
2: Do you take that on the river, Evelyn?
1: Um, I think we have once or twice. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie.
2: No, that sounds amazing.
1: I can't remember, but maybe I'll do it this year. I'll give it out to people. That's how I'll make friends on the river. I'll be like, hey, come here. I have fruit for you. Little to-go cups. (laughs)
2: Just toss them.
1: Yeah. All right, Frankie, it's 100 degrees outside, and it's smoky. How are you coping? What are you doing? Uh,
0: I'm uh, having a lot of climate anxiety, first off. Uh, But after I calm myself down a little bit, I'm going to head to a movie theater. And in particular, I'll probably head to the Flicks and watch some indie movie whatever um you know maybe whatever my friend george prentice recommends because uh shout out to george prentice he's got great movie reviews great taste and uh the flicks it's cool it's dark and their air is pretty fresh in the summer. Uh, they have that new air filtration that a lot of places installed um, around COVID. And uh, yeah, so you can escape the heat and escape the smoke for at least a little bit.
2: And they have food and drinks.
0: Oh, yeah. Food and drinks. Yeah, exactly. And great yeah. films.
2: The first time I went to like a non-chain movie theater and they were like, do you want anything to eat The like actual meal wise? I lost my mind. So exciting. <laughs>
0: It is thrilling. It's a special thing to be able to like actually eat a real meal at a, at a movie theater. I'm going to do a super lightning round now. So we kind of had a little chitty chat with that lightning round. Now we're going to do super lightning round. So we're going to try to all answer these questions and we'll do it quickly. We'll see how it goes. Okay. You have guests coming from out of town for the first time this summer. What do you make sure they do and maybe on the reverse what do you make sure they not do because you think it's a little overrated
1: so I love I love a good farmers market um and Caldwell has a really cute farmers market and of course the Boise farmers market is really great too so I'd love to take them to either one of those um however I don't think we're gonna go to Table Rock while it is quite the view I think it's just not my favorite anymore. And Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of lost its hype. It's so Mm -hmm. funny because growing up in Caldwell, all of us are like, let's go to Table Rock. Let's go to Table Rock. (laughs) And like, that was the thing
0: to do. And so now I'm like, no, we're not going there. (laughs) I love that. Um, I love knowing that too. That's so, yeah, I love that. Uh, Okay, Blake.
2: Yeah. um, So no shade to kind of like the artist community. I feel like Freak Alley has kind of become a little a little touristy um i think it's fun to walk through like little sections but i think Mm -hmm. i grew up outside of boise and so kind of every time i came to boise um as i got older i got really excited about freak alley and i think that i just kind of overdid it a little bit maybe so i think maybe it's just an area that i really wouldn't think to take people anymore um maybe that's just selfish of me but if places that i would take them would definitely be uh, water bear bar because they have rotating like super uh, summery fruity cocktails that are just delicious. And it's like such a delightful space. And I feel like it's really, really special to Boise.
0: Okay. I would take people to Garden City and specifically I would take them around the um, live work uh, create district mm-hmm. um, by Searle's place. I would take them on a walk or maybe a a scooter ride if we feel up to it um, on the Greenbelt in that area. And we'd go to Push and Pour for coffee. We Mm. would go to the water feature where all the kayakers are doing all their awesome tricks or the surfers are out there surfing. um, And we would watch and cheer for them. And uh, we would just have a nice time, walk around Esther Simplot Park a little bit. Um, And yeah, you know, I think, I think as far as what I would not do, it it probably also would be floating. I know we've talked about that a lot. We don't want to sound like an anti-floating podcast. Evelyn, I know you like to float, uh, (laughs) and I probably will float at some point. But, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that in in large part just because it takes up a good chunk of time. So if they're only here for a little bit, maybe I wouldn't take them floating. Okay, where do you go for a drink on a patio? Blake?
2: I already said Neuralux. That's my answer, but because I already did that, um, I would go with uh, Juniper or Prost. I'm not okay. going to pick. You can't make me.
0: Okay, 8th Street. Got it. I'm going to go a little off 8th Street. I'm going to go to uh, Chiquiteo and have uh, mm. a rosé and uh, watch some people come by. But it's also nice because it's a little bit um, quieter, a little bit off the beaten path on the patio. Evelyn, do you have one? I went to Reef. <laughs> Finally. I, I went <gasps> to Reef and oh. I got a drink there. And that's an interesting one because technically it's a, it's a rooftop patio. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I like it. Um, which, side note. Boise needs more rooftop bars. That's the thing we need to lobby for. Whoever we go to to lobby, someone let us know. Okay, and final lightning, super lightning round question is, uh, what are you going to do this summer that you haven't done before that you've always wanted to try? I will start. I have never gone to the sand dunes, the Bruno dunes. I hear there are snakes. That freaks me out. Uh, So I'll go sooner than later and hope to not see snakes. Evelyn, what about you? I love being in the water and I've
1: always wanted to try paddleboarding. I've never yes. done that, so that's definitely at the top of my list.
2: People who paddleboard are brave because I have seen so many trying to stand up through rapids and fall like just like dominoes one after the other.
0: Yeah, don't be um, afraid to just stay on your knees. It's okay. Through the Don't yeah, be a hero. Yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: I'll take it slow. I'll take it slow. Yeah.
2: There are dogs who go on the paddleboards though and they're so very cute. Adorable. Yeah. Yep. Um I think for activity that I've always wanted to try, I mean, I have tried this, but I just want to bike more um, around Boise. I feel like there are certain sections of Boise that are very bikeable, but I just want to start biking more. Obviously, there are lots of benefits to it, but I just think that it's such a beautiful way to like see the city.
0: Absolutely. You can take in so much on a bike. It's so true. Okay. We have a long list of bucket list items for this summer now. I think we can all go into this summer knowing that we've got plenty of things to keep us busy so blake and evelyn thanks for thanks for being here and um yeah let's go have a good summer together
2: thanks i'm excited
0: yeah thank
1: you i'm ready to dive into summer
0: And a note before you head out to enjoy the sun this weekend, the Boise River is still not open for floating season. The water level can change really quickly this time of year, especially with all the rain we've been getting. So hold on to your tubes and floaties for a bit longer. Ada County officials are clearing logs and all kinds of dangerous junk from the river, but they hope to open by 4th of July. We'll keep you updated on float season in our newsletter. Check the show notes for a link to subscribe. That's all for today here on City Cast Boise. The show is produced by Evelyn Avitia and Jennifer Jarrett. Our newsletter writer is Blake Hunter, and I'm Frankie Barnhill, host and lead producer of the show. Our music is by Up Is The, Down Is The, and if you enjoyed our bucket list today, leave us a review. It helps other people find us. We'll be back Tuesday with more from around the city. See you then.